Hello and welcome to episode 145 of the Boot Nerds podcast. J. Mike, what's up? Uh, things are pretty good over here, my man. Um, we're busy as ever. Lots of uh, stuff to do uh, with work. You know, the World Cup's coming up. The releases are slowly going to trickle in. It's uh, it's going to be wild. You know, obviously I've seen the stuff and it is uh, some good stuff coming up. Let's just put it that way. Um, <laughs> so, so you know, that's the that this is the, the exciting part of the year leading up to the big tournament. We love it. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's the World Cup. Uh, so um, that's always exciting. Uh, and I reckon Denmark are going to be, you know, it's looking good. It's looking good. <laughs> we are we're, we're playing some good football. Christian Eriksen is having like, a, uh, you know, almost playing the best football of his his life, right? Uh, yeah, a bit of a resurgence, eh? That is uh, that is a definite resurgence. Huh? And, and you know, I'm just glad he's a United player now doing it. So um, so that's lovely. How is uh, how's life with you? Life is Okay. Um, I think I mentioned it in a video I uploaded recently. The first one back, I was having a hard time talking. I just had my wisdom teeth pulled out. So I'm a little bit, if I sound weird or different, that's the reason why. So I'm I'm less wise than I already was, which is probably not a good thing. So uh-huh. <laughs> other than well, that, I, I'm okay. You know, I can't tell a difference. So um <laughs> <laughs> Nah, um, but good to hear, good to hear. And, you know, the whole wisdom teeth thing, I uh, I hope it wasn't too bad because I still have mine and I'm just, I'm dreading it. I'm dreading it. It's not fun, I would say. It's okay. that, that would be my review of getting your wisdom teeth removed. Okay, right. I mean, I hope life is just good on me and, and doesn't, so I don't have to get them removed. I think, you know, having the hair and, you know, ugly teeth <laughs> and glasses is already punishment enough. So, so I think that... With some teeth as well, that would be that would be bad. But um, <laughs> but anyways, Josh, today we um we're gonna go over uh two new boots that have maybe gone a little bit under the radar, you know, but definitely deserve uh I think in both our eyes um more credit, more attention because they are actually really really good. We're talking about the two new New Balance boots, uh the Tequila V4 and the Furon V7. Now we both have the the first edition pairs. They're also out in whatever it was. Uh, the the colorway name was changed to. Um, uh-huh. I don't remember to be honest. They changed. I don't the remember name the name the, of it either. No. Uh, but they're also they're they're they're, they're black house. They're pretty cool. Um, but new generations of the Furons and the Tequila, which were solid football boots, especially the Furon, actually very very good in the V six Tequila V threes. The V three pluses at least were also. They were all right. But the two new generations here uh, are definitely worth talking about, I would say. So, so like your, your very first reaction when you got them. Go. I'm really, really impressed with both of them. Uh-huh. Um, we saw pros training in blackouts of this new Furon like months ago. Uh-huh. I want to say like six to eight months, like... There must have been some pretty big delays due to manufacturing for this football boot, or maybe they just spent longer than usual in terms of development time. I mean, but, there must have been. I mean, the the, the Furon 6 lived for quite a while, didn't it? Yeah, lo- longer than what we've seen as far as like boot lifespans from New Balance. But to me, the thing that was like most exciting, but also most concerning with this boot that we saw pros training in was the super off-centered lacing system. It's not, it's something that, I would say in like the early 2000s, it was pretty popular. Like the T90 series had a lot of lacing systems like this. The issue when you go with a lacing system like this, especially when you also pair it up with a super thin upper, is getting A, a clean wrap around your foot, and B, getting the shape right so you don't have excessive volume and awful creasing and... Kind of a lot of the complaints that I have with like the Phantom GT and GT2, for example. I, I think that's an off-centered lacing system that lets the boot down when it comes to how well that upper wraps most people's feet, especially given how shallow it is. But whatever New Balance have done here, it just works. I, I'm so impressed with how well this boot fits, and I'm so impressed with how comfortable it is as well. I, I think this... The hypo knit upper on the surface with this elasticated knit as like an internal sock, having those two pieces separated is genius. And the shape that they've gone for just works. Yeah. And I mean, just like you, I was really skeptical about 
not only is it off-center, the lazing, but it's also super shallow. Uh, and I was like, that is going to give me nothing at all in terms of that 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 nice, uh, as, as you say, the shape of the boot once you get it on and you pull the laces tight, but also the lockdown. For me, I was I was really worried about that. Um, it was it was actually pretty good in the in the V6. So I was like, no, it's probably not gonna work. But I just got it on my foot, and despite this, it's not really a lace cover, but the the the, the extra flap here on the upper to go over that uh, top part of of the midfoot. Mm-hmm. I was also really worried that it would be in the way and it would kind of restrict the movement of of that upper part of the foot. It's not a problem. The upper is stupidly soft. Uh, there's no no restriction to its its um its malleability a word. It's is that probably a word? You, you you know what I mean. It's su- it's super soft, super pliable, and and it just the way it takes to the shape of your foot might even be better than the V6s, which was already stupidly soft, right? And it just mm-hmm. feels it feels wrapped in, but in that very free, um, completely almost custom way, you know. Uh, super impressive. Super, super impressive. I, I think what's cool about this upper is, I mean, I've always been a fan of the the off-centered lacing systems that are pushed this far off to the side because if they get it right, you really do feel like you have this incredibly clean striking surface. Like yeah. the second I had these on my feet, I'm like, let me hit a ball. Uh-huh. Like they just, that, that, that's, that's the feeling that they give you. But I think what's even more impressive about this is the fit. Like I just... <laughs> I can't believe how comfortable the boot is considering how extreme the design is. Typically when you go on the extreme end of things, you sacrifice other elements and they haven't done that this time, which is strange to me. But at the same time, New Balance is such a, like such a capable manufacturer. Like they have so much technology within the brand that we haven't really seen them hit 10 out of 10 in the football boot industry yet. Uh, and I feel like they've they've actually done that for the first time ever. And the tooling hasn't changed from previous generation. Which is fair. It's which a good tooling. I, I, yeah, I don't think it needed to. And given the changes that we've seen in the Mercurial as well as the Ultra, which were the two stud patterns that you could say were similar to this, now it kind of stands alone as its own unique thing in the speed boot market. And I think for the first time ever, especially given the $225 price point, there is reason to buy a New Balance speed boot over Nike, Adidas, and Puma alternatives. Puma, yeah, I I totally agree. And with the price hike on the uh, Ultras in some uh, geos, at least, mm-hmm. it's just it's hard to argue against this. And 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 like you say, what is really impressive with this is obviously the fit. It's actually a little bit on the wide side for me, I think. But, but with that said, you know, with my super narrow foot, it fit like a dream. You know, I don't have that much excess space in inside of the boot. It felt like almost painted on, really sharp fit, but with no pressure points or any restrictions anywhere. Very, mm-hmm. very lovely shape. Super low pointy toe box as well, so it feels really nimble on the ball. Nice matte texture, with so it's not super sticky, but it just feels it has this like natural um, tactility on the ball. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, really nice. And what really impressed me was that as you said, this big clean striking surface that gives you the sensation of wearing a laceless boot. But because you have uh, the the off-center lacing system, it doesn't give you the best lockdown in the world, but it definitely gives you a bit more than what you get on a laceless boot. It just gives you that stability on the outside of the boot and and, and, and just, you know, it tucks it in a little bit, gives a little bit of hold. So, so would I say it's the best of both worlds? Maybe not exactly, but... It, it, it's a very nice balance of giving you that very unique feel of of laceless, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And the sock, Josh, the sock is fin- well, the color, low cut color, but, but it is phenomenal. Yeah, they phenomenal. did a good job. And We've it's always not, it's it's there as a comfort element. Yeah, because there's not a lot of tension to it. It stretches. No. It stretches like crazy. Like sure. really easily, e- more easy than any other elasticated sock collar I've seen on a pair of football boots. And it's it's simply there to make the boot feel like it's hugging your foot. Yeah, it's for transition, right? It's to make yeah. it transition nicely into the lower part of the foot, and it does it really well. It feels like a like a for, for people who haven't had the boot in hand yet. It feels like a a, a, a thinner, um, should we say, lighter, uh, more airy because of there all the perforated holes in it version of. If we go a couple of generations back on Puma's boots, that um, that knit they had there. 
the Evo Nick yeah. uh, socks, which were really like rich and premium, some of the best on the market. It feels like like New Balance took that and just made it a little bit uh, thinner, really. Uh, more yeah. And, very nice. And you, very nice. You, yeah. And usually I'm not a big fan of like layering materials. Uh-huh. Like when you have the upper separate from an internal sure, sock, sure. it typically can result in something that feels bad. Yeah. I think a good example of that execution is like the Phantom Vision series. Um, yeah. That that worked really well. Uh, I think a bad example of that would be Tiempo Legend 8 with the Flyknit Tunnel. Mm. Unnecessary, yeah. took away from feel. True. Um, but I, I'm super impressed. And you also touched on width, which I think is something that's really important, not just for the Furon, but for the New Balance brand in general. They are the only ones that offer two different widths in their top end models. So do you need, do you need like for the Furon, do you really need a wide version? Because I feel like if you look at this, you know, it is, it is wide, dude. Yeah, you, like there's plenty really of width. The regular version, I think, is going to be best for 85% to 90% of people. Yeah, yeah. However... If you're one of those people that's like, man, I really would love to wear a pair of speed boots, but I really do have excessively wide feet. It, it's so nice that New Balance does give you that option of having a, an upper that is a little bit wider with a little bit of extra volume. So you can get the boot that you want with the shape of your feet, because that's yeah. obviously something that you can't control. And it, it's still one of those things that I don't understand why other brands don't do it. And it's nice to see that New Balance does. Yeah, I would, I would say that, you know, I'm actually cooking up a top five best wide boots video for Unisport. And and without giving too much away, I can say that this is, it's going to end up very highly ranked on the list because it is this, you can really, really stretch that up. It's very, very nice, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And even with a narrow foot, it fits super well. And it's just light, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the it's, V6 it's is one of what, the lightest boots on the market. I think it yeah. is the lightest speed, speed boot, boot on yeah. the market right now. Yeah. yeah. And and you know, uh like the title suggests, um it's just like New Balance with this and the Tequila which we'll get to in a minute is just showing up Adidas like big big time. Uh there's I, I mean, I wouldn't take the speed poles over these. No. I wouldn't uh, yeah, take like, the uh, Preds over the the tequilas, I wouldn't take the Copas over the four four twos. Like New Balance are, are, are right now, probably you know have the at least the third strongest, if not the second strongest lineup of boots on the market. I think it's hard to beat Nike with the Mercurial in the Tempos. You can say about what you want about the Phantoms, but they're you know yeah they're, they're not terrible. I, I I mean I wouldn't mind wearing them. Uh, but but the Tempos super strong Mercurials, absolutely phenomenal. And there's an argument to be made that New Balance are second. It's Puma yeah, New Balance. Right. Like if you're purely talking about quality of product uh, amongst oh, oh, their oh, top end offerings, definitely, definitely. yeah. Like and even when you're talking about the speed boot category, like I, I really had to think hard about this. If you're comparing it to the big three, there's no way I'm picking Ultra Ultimate over these. There's absolutely no way I'm picking Speed Portal over these. No, no. I I think the only true competitor to this in the thin synthetic category because obviously Morelia Neo it's it's kind of its own thing yeah like it's yeah. you either want a Morelia Neo or you don't yeah true. but when you're talking about the Mercurial series I really do think that Air Zoom Tech is something special um if if I could if I could throw that Air Zoom Tech in this football boot I'm picking these you are oh yeah I mm. I absolutely love what they've done mm. and I think depending on the day I might pick these over the Nikes but again, I really, if, I prefer look, the I prefer the upper on this compared to the Mercs. Uh huh. I oh, that's however, a tough one that for sole me plate. I really, really, really love the Mercs. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I wore them again the other day. I've been I've been shuffling around in in different boots recently. Neos a lot. Uh, but I just got back to the Mercs the other day, and my God, is it a wonderfully balanced football boot? But I know what you're saying, Josh. It's it it you know. It wouldn't be unfair to to choose this over the Mercs. I mean, I like the the uh, the Ultra Ultimates, but hell, I might I might you know on match day, I'm probably choosing these. Yeah, and and that's wild because for me at least, the Ultra Ultimate is is a very good football boot, but these mm-hmm. to me are arguably better, uh, or they they at least appeal more to me. They're lighter, they're super snappy. Really comfortable. Yeah, great job. It's great. impressive, and really. I've seen quite a few comments of people saying that they're excited for the leather version because 
New Balance has done kind of like their own tech craft packs mm, for a lot yeah. of the boots. I don't know if this boot will translate well into leather. But I don't but, think the, you know, the, the, what was it called? The Tri-Aura pack. But they basically yeah. just had leather on and there wasn't the, I, I was a little bit disappointed with that, to be honest. Yeah, like I, I don't think most of the leather New Balance boots have been all that great. Similar no. to Nike's tech craft pack. True. I think a lot of them have been kind of gimmicky things. Yeah. Oh, but do you remember back in the day, I wore my uh, my Opus Ones the other day, the black white uh, tech okay. crafts. Yeah, those are sweet. Phenomenal. Yeah, those are sweet. Absolutely. Vapor 10 tech craft was oh, pretty epic. Oh, made. Yeah. That was, but that the, was back that in the That was the best tech craft pack, that oh, generation. It was. That, the, the white and black, phenomenal. Phenomenal. But that was- that was eight years ago now. <laughs> so, was eight years ago. Wow. Isn't that crazy? It was crazy to think that 2014 was eight years ago. Because it really does feel like yesterday. Wow. And, and if, if, if you judge the time in your life by football boots, it's crazy. And I do that. <laughs> eight years. I, Isn't that nuts? I, honestly, bring back that uh, Magista Opus Techcraft today and it would be up to par with more or less anything out there on the market. It's that crazy. That was a phenomenal pair of football boots. Anyways, yeah. um, we're, we're getting off track here because uh, New Balance also released uh, the Tequila V4, which has one of the, I mean, yes, the, the Predator Mutator 20 Plus was was wild shape, but this this is also like, what is this? Like this um, it, I'll be honest, I, it, I don't think it looks very good, um, but once you put it on your foot, it's a, it's an entirely different story. Uh, this again, the hypernet up we're talking here, is just awesome. Yeah, I don't know about you, but to me, it felt absolutely painted on my foot. It had that little bit of stretch, even with the silicone on top, where just it was it, it felt comfortable, but it also felt comfortably tight, in this sense yeah. that it it really, I wouldn't say it, it it locks the foot in, but it just gives that sensation of. It squeezes just enough to not be uncomfortable, but it's not like you're swimming around in them either. Um, mm -hmm. And that's a very, very interesting, like it has this, it has stretch, but with tension. Yes. Does it make sense? C compression. Comp compression yeah. is what I'm looking for in a pair of laceless boots to the point where they're still comfortable. Cause you mm -hmm. can have too much compression, then sure. it's squeezing your foot and that's bad. That's not an, issue that I think most people have ever had with a pair of laceless boots, unless you have ridiculously wide or high volume feet. Mm. But I think the, the only thing that comes close to it in terms of like the shape that they've got here is Copa Sense. Mm. But I just think Copa Sense is an uncomfortable football boot, predominantly in the heel. This to me, it's the best knitted upper on the market right now from a softness and sock-like sensation, if that's what you're looking for. Um, the tension through the laceless system, I think they nailed. I really feel, now that we've seen a good variety of laceless football boots, I think when you move the laceless system across that bone on your foot, that tends to be the recipe for the best amount of lockdown long-term. Mm. Um, also, the collar, you talked about it. I really think that a mid-cut collar should be as form-fitting as this one is. And this, similar to the Furons, it's very, very stretchy. Like, I know it looks super small, but these are boots that are surprisingly not that hard to put on, which I, which I was surprised about. I thought they were oh, going to yeah. be an absolute pain. Oh, it looks, yeah, it looks impossible. But it stretches nice and then has... It seems like they've they've figured it out where the material stretches just enough to where it fits your foot perfectly and then doesn't stretch that much more beyond that which I think is the issue with so many laceless boots is they have to allow it to stretch for you to get your foot in and out. But then there's so much more stretch mm. that the material has. They, they, they seem to have engineered the right amount in this football boot. And the end result is just something that feels incredibly good and is easily the best fitting and most comfortable laceless boot currently on the market at a $225 retail price rather than $275 plus that you're going to pay from any of the Adidas alternatives. Wow. Well. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. It's I mean, crazy. What, what, what else then, is out there? Yeah. And then, Jay, you go, yeah. you go to the sole plate, and they've given you a pretty traditional layout, but then these little teeth on the edges. They're funny, right? We've seen it before. Do you remember the Yule Sport goalkeeper boots yeah. from, like, they must have been, like, Was it the Eight. Sorry? I think it was the Torkhalle, wasn't it? I don't remember what it was called. I never actually tried a pair, but it was a, it was a football boot designed specifically for goalkeepers, 
where they put these little studs along the edges where the logic there was that when you're diving and pushing off, you're going to be on the very edges of the sole plate. So in order to have that extra grip, you put studs there. And it look, you can talk about football boot technology not making a difference whatsoever, but that to me, you cannot argue that having a stud on the edge is not going to give you better grip when you are pushing off on the edges of your feet. It just makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. So for as much as I hate the whole boots by position thing, I think for a goalkeeper specific application, especially not having the issue of your shoes ever coming untied, I actually think this is a great goalkeeper boot. But in terms of just outright traction as well, it's a it's a brilliant idea. And, That's and not if, really original because we've seen it before, but sure. the fact that nobody's done it for such a long time since then, surprising. It's it and it and it's cool. I I even, you know, I didn't even have the goalkeeper angle in mind before you said it in in a video uh but but it makes sense uh i just i just like the way it moved as a winger uh-huh. you know so i think it's a, it's a very interesting uh combination i mean i could have done with them being a little longer and and not having the conical studs because i just like my aggressive traction but i think it, it uh-huh. works it's a super and the way it flexes this soul plate um mm-hmm. Did you also yeah. touch on it in your in your video? Um, the way the way it moves with the upper uh, is is. is I, I think that's really important. It is. Uh, I think you know the way the yeah. way, a laceless boot can sometimes because you know you it, it's not adjustable. It just has the shape it has. So if your foot doesn't fit it hundred percent perfectly, it has a tendency to. If there's excess material, it it bunches up right. Um, especially when you when you bend your foot, and I think this hypo-knit upper has that balance of actually fitting your foot closely, even when you bend your foot. I don't know if the sole plate has anything to do with that, but it feels like the flex has been zoned out in a way that it actually uh, it, it moves better, or or it allows the upper to move a bit more naturally with the foot. It doesn't restrict that movement. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think my. My general opinion on sole plates for laceless uppers has been that more flexible tends to be better because it's it's putting less pressure on the upper to have to hold your foot down on the sole plate. And I think a great example of trying to explain what I'm talking about is Speedflow Plus versus Speed Portal Plus. Mm-hmm. They both have more or less the same Carbitex insert that is there to effectively stiffen the sole plate it's made to not flex as easily so you're putting that energy in for it to bounce back the speed flow plus as a laceless boot i think did a really good job of actually holding your foot in place and because there was minimal stretch to that laceless system it worked all right Mm. but then when you go into speed portal plus which has higher volume more width and a far less structured and way more stretchy laceless system when you bend your foot the initial bend comes in the stretch of the upper rather than the bend of the sole plate, which creates this sloppiness sensation. So when you have a laceless upper that, granted, is relatively secure in the New Balance Tequila V4 Pro, but you pair that up with something that's more flexible and the sole plate and the upper end up functioning as one rather than the two elements kind of fighting each other, Mm. typically if the sole plate's too stiff. Yeah, that that makes sense. And and it just feels... It feels like a new uh, direction for laces, but you, it, it felt like you get that traditional fit, but in a laces system. That's that's very nice. My, I think the first um, the first thing that popped into my head when I when I put these on was that this was a refined, slightly uh, less restrictive version or slightly less restrictive feel of what we got in the Predator 18s. Um, I think that's a solid comparison in terms of the feel of the upper. Uh-huh. I also got a little bit of a Magista Obra 1 vibe off this boot for some yeah. reason. Yeah, I, I can see where you're going. I can see where you're going, definitely. Uh, it's just, it's a really nice boot. And I think uh, I might consider going up half a size just to get a slightly looser fit because it is like really painted on me in, in my normal size US 7. Uh, so I might consider that, but it's just... It's a really, it's a really well-fitting football boot. It's super comfortable, very nice in the ball. It has that, you know, the, the the knitted upper has this. Um, it's not thin, it's not flimsy. It has this like richness to it. It just feels mm-hmm. a little bit uh, soft and padded when you when you push it, and still it's very close in the ball. Super interesting. Um, and like, I wouldn't even. It wouldn't be fair to compare this to the Predator Edge because it's just two different worlds. Um, it's yeah, it's not even close. No, 
I just, I think as m- the predator edge is a, is a funny boot because it does have the redeeming quality of the rubber elements that does provide more grip on the ball than anything else. Yeah. There's, there's no question. But it's about just that. not enough. Is it like you just, no, it's, but it, everything else sucks. It's just <laughs> uncomfortable to wear. I, I, I genuinely don't want to wear it. It's as simple yeah. as that. And like, it's funny. Like, I feel like every time I talk about the predator and how not good it is right now, I get comments saying, Oh, I have a pair. They're so comfortable. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I just, I go to a store and try on a Predator Edge versus a Tequila V4 Pro, and you tell me that that Predator is more comfortable. I just, I, do, I just feel like ten out of ten people will have the same opinion. Yeah, but but that's that's the beauty of football boots, Josh. Some people, and we just gotta respect that. Yeah. Some people just have different yeah. preferences than us, or different foot shapes, and it might really fit them all. I, I can't see how people come to that conclusion. I don't really get it, but. You know, if they firmly believe that it's a, you know, a good, well-fitting boot, well, fair enough. Great. We just yeah. don't, we just don't agree. Um, but but that's the thing. That's that's the beauty of it. That that your experience with the boot is very very uh, subjective, right? And yeah, it's pers- football boots are personal. Yeah, at and, the end of the day, and and that's the thing, right? If if it fits you well, fair play. I'm glad you like it. It's just not for me. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's the same, you know, you can say the same about us. I mean, uh, typically, uh, your, your, your different opinions to mine are fair and I respect them, except for when you say that the Vapor Falls are good because they're not. <laughs> I never said they're good. I just said that I like them. There's a difference. Right, right. Okay. Um, fair enough. Let's, let's leave it. <laughs> so anyways, New Balance, they're basically the top dog right now. You can you can say that. Let's just say that it's going well for the Americans. Uh, like they like, are. Oh, also, again, mention it. It's the only laceless boot that is available in a wide fit variation. So if you have very wide feet and you have struggled with laceless boots up until this point, perhaps the wide fit version of Tequila might be exactly what you've been looking for. That sounded like something you have said a million times. Like that was very uh SR for you, Josh. Like that center <laughs> voice you came with there. That was that was really yeah. good. That was really good. Uh and, and we also let's not forget um the 442s. I keep coming back to that. Yeah. Do, do, uh, uh, yeah. At, at the price 130 bucks retail in the United States, like I I, I keep that's, a, people, that's a hard football boot to beat. I, I keep seeing people bringing up the Premier Threes, and you know I can appreciate what they are, and they're they're very soft, and nice, and comfortable. I get it, but I hate the tooling. They give it, mm-hmm. the the four four twos. However, they're so easy, they're so comfortable, so much value for money. And I think you know, mm-hmm. for what it's worth, I I just I'd be just as happy wearing those as as the Legends. I've said it many times. Uh, so, oh yeah, I, and such I, I, a strong line, lineup from New Balance right now. And, and I, I think can't disagree with that. Puma are doing well. I mean, future sets, great, very comfortable. Puma Ultras, I like them. I think they're 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 very very good speed boots. Amazing hardcore speed boots like that tradition vibe. But like as a whole, right now, New Balance's lineup might be stronger. I'm sorry, but. It just, you know, yeah. Yeah, I might, uh, Futures futures or Tequilas? That's a tough one. It could go either way, but ultra, I'll probably pick the Fuons over the Ultras. Yeah. Okay. What, well, you? You? What, you? I, uh, Fuons, tequilas? I'm a Fuon. Uh, sorry, uh, sorry? Uh, fut- Futures, uh, Tequilas. Which one would you go for? I, I'd still go Puma Future over the Tequila. Yeah. I'm just, as much as I like the, the tequila, it's I'm still not a laceless boot guy. Right, there's, right. there's something about it that's not it doesn't click with me. And I really like the future. I find the it's such a comfortable great. football yeah. boot. But if it when it if it came to Furons or Ultra Ultimate, a Furon one thousand percent. Right. It's not even close for me. And then there's the four four two versus the King Platinum, which is uh, just uh, that's that's a joke of a question. It's not even close. No, no. It's not <laughs> even close. It's shocking that the King Platinum costs as much as it does. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, so, so it's it, we're getting a lot of great football boots these days, but we worst, have also that got, is the worst top end boot going right now. No, no, the pretzel at, at, at two hundred dollars. Name a worse football boot that's currently available. Okay, fair enough. At that price point, I you got it, but it the can't, pret, you can't. The pretz, come on, the pretz are comfortably worse. They're more expensive. I'd rather wear the kings. At least the kings will soften. But here's the thing: the pretz have 
a redeeming quality. But that, but they have one redeeming quality. The Kings have none. But I they, would, they are the worst kangaroo leather football boots possibly of all time. <laughs> they don't fit well. They're incredibly bulky. They're chunky. I don't hate them there's, that much. There's nothing about it that's good. No. It has the dumbest heel liner construction design of I've ever seen in a pair of football boots. It makes no sense. Oh, triggered. I still, I still think that the Preds, you know, given the choice between the Kings and the Preds, I would go with the Kings because I know that the Kings will break in. At least they're not going to break in well, but they will break in to be bearable. Um, no, I, I am taping up my feet and wearing the Preds. <laughs> the fact that you have to tape up your feet says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the days. Jay, I love the Vapor Four. I'm used I, to it. I know, I know. You've, you've. Oh yeah. Well. Anyways, uh, Josh, we have some uh, we have some questions. Um, it's been a while since we've answered them. It's also been a while since we made an episode. So, <laughs> know, you know, sorry about uh, that. We're gonna try and get back into the groove. There's there's just a lot of stuff going on. Uh, hopefully, Josh has no more wisdom teas to get removed. Um, I I think I'm done. Yeah, I think I'm done. I I hope for you for your sake that you're done. Anyways, I um, really hope so. If you have any questions. Leave them in the comment section right down below, and uh, we'll try and uh, we'll try and answer them more regularly. But we have from Mat from Matteo Hustich, um, probably butchered that name. I'm sorry. Are the new materials coming to Nike ID, aka Nike by you? And yes, I was asking myself that question for a while. Yes, they are. They have landed there, and uh, you and I have both played around with the designs. There's a lot of options. Um, so many, so many options, and we just uh, we just wondered if you guys would like us uh, to do another uh, Nike by You custom Jay and Josh episode where we design our own boots. Um, we take a look at ours, and then maybe also rate your designs in in future episodes. Yeah, I loved doing the rating designs. Yeah, they were great. That's so cool. That's fun. I, I'd almost like to do the you know you guys ratings first, so we can because you know we did ours and then rated people's designs afterwards, and there were some that were significantly cooler than what we did. So <laughs> that's true. It's I know. Nice I was jealous. I was jealous of it, other people's yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Just steal the the nicest ideas for ourselves. Um, <laughs> but that, if you, if you like to see that, uh, that content has previously been pretty popular. But just want to check with you guys if you wanna if you wanna see another one. Um, yeah, we might we might do it. So uh, so let us know in the comments as well. We've also got a question from uh, Hasia Amar. Have you guys tried the F50 Addy Zero leather remake? Yes, I have. No. You have not? No. Why not, uh, Jay? Because they are apparently late at Junisport. Um, oh. Which is painful because I really, 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 really want to try them. And it's, uh, yeah. It's good. It's good. It? Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. It, Considering that I didn't really care for the leather ones. Yeah, they weren't great. At the time. But have you tried the pro ones? The, the pro. Pro leather F50s. Which one is that, Jay? Uh, do I have it here? Do I have it here? No, I have it at the a pro leather F50. So basically, I think I've shown them to you before, but they're basically, I think the hyper touch version, but just with a, a really, really, really high quality piece of leather instead of Oh, that yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, we probably haven't tried them then, but I'm hoping more towards that than, you know, the OG F50 leathers because they were not the best. It, it's good. I think the leather they've used feels really nice. Okay. Um, having that pattern kind of embossed rather than doing the stitching, I think works better. Yeah. And I really like the synthetic leather material they've used through the midfoot. Okay. Um, they, they're just like, they're so comfortable. Which would you go and, for? And so the, simple. The synthetic or the leather remakes? It's crazy. Cause like, if you asked me about 2014 F50s, Back in the day, uh -huh. I would have been hybrid touch all day yeah, long. Yeah. And I still think the hybrid touch remake it's is, is awesome. I love it. Yeah. Uh, but right now, I'd, I'd pick the leather ones. I just, not even just based on looks, because I love the white out look that they have, but my God, it's such a comfortable football boot. I hate that you it's, say it's that. Honestly, Jay, I, when I, that Speed Legacy pack made me question what the heck Adidas is on right now. Like, you just launched Speed Portal, which... I know people have mixed opinions on them. I, uh, both of us agree that they're not great. I think it's they're a step, a step back down, over speed right? flow. Yeah. It's a step back yeah. for sure. Yeah. And then you release the, your best 
version of the F50, arguably your best speed boot you've ever made with the new soul plate tooling that is arguably better than what they were doing back in 2014. And you have these two limited edition models that are 10 times better than your current speed boots. It, it makes no sense to me. Like if they were selling both of those as the two options in the speed line, right? In their speed category, they'd be dominating. They'd be doing so well. Let's, let's, let's play with the idea that the synthetic uh, remake of the F50 Addy Zero is actually in line. You know, not the battle pack colorway, but just, you know, like standard inline colorways. Where would, where would that rank in the current speed boot game? That version. Uh, one or two. One or two. Because so I still think what, Nike, the, I still think what Nike did this year. Uh-huh. Yeah. I still think I what Nike did this year is pretty special. I agree. Air Zoom Tech is, is legit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if, if you just really liked the Carbitex insert, which I understand why you would, number one. I No problem. I, I agree. And I'm, you know... For me, it's it really depends on what I know. It's the super easy way out, but it it's just so too wow English. It's two such different boots, right? Uh, both mm-hmm. great speed boots, but yeah, I would I would say one or two. It it depends on the mood. I have both of them in in the match day bag. Those mm-hmm. I have a lot have a lot these days uh, in the match day rotation. But but the Mercs, the F fifties, and the Neos are currently just in there. They're just stuck in there. <laughs> They're not. They're not going out. <laughs> just, I'm just picturing Jay walking up to his match with two duffel bags, it's, completely oh, it's ridiculous. stuffed, full of My football boots. Duffel bag is is like stuffed to the brim. <laughs> And I have I have a pair of I have my C6 uh, shin pads I have the G foam shin pads the Ventos which are brilliant, uh, you know I have two different base layer shirts one red for the home one away, uh, white I mean it's just it's stupid is uh, and you know we need, we need to get you one of those you ever see those like luggage things with like the special inserts that fit boots that the pro teams use yeah, to travel yeah, yeah. we need to get you one of those oh yeah that needs to happen I mean here's an idea for pure basically just you know. Make that happen. I'll, <laughs> I'll take ten percent. Thank you very much. That would um, be cool. But but you know I don't know even where. I, yeah okay. If that had been in line, they they could flip. They could have flipped ten thousand pairs of those. Easy. Yeah, I think so. Oh no problem. I think so. Anyways, no um, Peter. Ries. That's a very Danish name. Peter Ries. Hi Jay and Josh. I'm looking for a new pair of AG boots, and I quite like the New Balance Furon. I understand. How is the AG stop pattern for the V6 Pro? And do you know if the V7 will be available with AG stop pattern as well? Great episode as always. Thank you very much. Um, so here's the deal, Peter. I will be completely upfront with you and say that I have never tried the Furon in AG. And I know it's weird. Me um, neither. So, so great. Uh, Bootner... <laughs> the Bootner's podcast. We are the experts. Um... I'll be honest. I haven't tried it. Uh, it looks, it looks to do what an AG boot should do. Uh, if, if I'm looking at it, uh, I, I can't confirm that the V7 will come as an AG because I haven't seen it yet. But I assume that it will. It would be a very weird move for New Balance to not release it as AG. I mean, I haven't. Again, I also haven't tried them. But given that they've effectively, <laughs> it's pretty copycat to Nike. Now that I'm looking at it. Um, I, I kind of view AG stud patterns similar to turf soles where it's like they, they either do the job effectively mm. or they don't. Mm. Um, and I don't really see any reason why this would be a bad AG stud pattern. No. AG is so abrasive. Any stud pattern is going to provide grip. It's just a matter of having too much grip. And given the length and shape of these studs, I don't see why it wouldn't be anything less than perfectly ideal for use on artificial grass. No, and you have that extra stud under the under the midfoot. Uh, they're hollowed yeah. out. Uh, they're not too long. It, as you said, it reminds me a lot of the uh, the AG Pro outsole from um, from Nike. That's on the Chempo and the Phantom, which are great. Yeah, which are great. Can't complain. So, I mean, again, haven't tried it, but it looks to do the job. And I, yeah, as, like you say, can't see why it wouldn't work. And I would. You know, given that that the, the the FG version of the V7 Furon has the same tooling as the V6, I would imagine that this also goes on the V7 eventually. Yeah, would make sense. W- would be surprised if it didn't. Um, so yeah, 
With the <laughs> Cloud, what do you guys think about the old Adidas TRX bladed studs, the traction studs that they used to put on the early Puros and the Predators? Why did they stop making it? And how does it compare with modern stud patterns? And what are your favorite stud patterns? So a lot of questions. Traction, what do you think about it? Um, I really like it now. I didn't like it as much as a kid. Like I had a lot of like Preds when I was a kid. And I always found that for whatever reason, I would... It, it must just be how I push off, but I would slip on the inside of my, kind of like around the big toe area. Okay. I don't know why, but it, it would be a common thing for me to slip whenever I had a pair of Adidas boots with that stud pattern. Okay. But ultimately it didn't stop me from buying them. I really do like that stud pattern and I think they should bring it back. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? I think it was too aggressive. Um, I never really- You think it was too aggressive? I never okay. really liked it uh, because it felt almost as if you were running- you know, on top of the grass, on top of the ground. It felt like it it, it, it was so long, especially in the Preds. Uh, yeah, I just remember that mania uh, traction on the FG uh, stud pattern. That was, it was wild, man. Uh, the Adipures were better, um, but it's just, I, it, I never took to it. Uh, I just remember thinking that I liked the uh, the Intertract outsole more back in the days. They were also bladed. Okay. Um, it just felt a little bit more rounded to me. I, I never really I never really liked it that much. Uh, and I think, looking at boots now, I think it was, it's good that it stayed in that era. Um, I, I, I don't think it would be that popular now. And I think the studs are simply, it's, it's, too, it's too wild, it's too much for me, I would uh, say. Yeah, I think, and to speak about why it went away, if you look at the history of Adidas football boots over the last, I guess, 30 years at this point, TRX, the, that classic bladed stud pattern that you picture on a pair of Predator Manias, because it was so successful for the brand, it made its way onto the F50 line. It made its way into the Adipure series. It made its way into pre-Adipure, whatever that was. Like, they, they put it on everything. And then when did they change it? When the 2010 F50 Adi Zero Sprint Frame had so much success and they thought, hey, people really like this. Everything. Yeah. Let's put this stud pattern on everything. Yeah. And it's now been 12 years and they still have not really strayed away from that. The, the only thing where they did a little bit of experimentation, and I think it was for the betterment of the product, really good stud pattern, very unique, Ace 15.1. But since then, everything has been a variation of that 2010 F50 yeah, and that was the, stud pattern. That was the half board lasting uh, f from that boot, you know, just significantly lowered the weight. You have a really, really thin tooling and, and it's just, you know, yeah. weight back then just was a huge factor. So, so yeah, I think I think you're definitely right. And, you know, times move on, new technologies become available and you can you can do more things with different um, compounds on, on the tooling and stuff like that. So, But that's the that's the crazy part. You made, you made a good point there in that the point of the original F50 Adi Zero stud pattern was less studs, not just for the sake of traction, but for the sake of reducing weight. And if you look at the current lineup from Adidas right now at top end price points, they are basically making the heaviest top end boots on the market. Mm. Copa Sense is not light. It's not. Predator is not oh, light. No. Speed Portal is is on. The, they're bordering what is acceptable in the speed boot yeah. category. They're really testing that. It's not the. It's not lightweight. It's the right weight mantra. That that yes. That Nike but has been I just around for years. But then change the stud pattern yeah. because I just. Like, I, there's no way that internally they're, they've all agreed, like, this is the ideal layout for studs and nothing can possibly be better. Unless we are absolutely insane in trying all these different stud patterns from other brands and more often than not agreeing that but don't you they're think doing that, a better job. What we saw, for instance, on the, on the speed flow uh, was... It, it, it at least... It was, you're right. That was a little bit of a departure, but still... They're playing yeah, but, within that same layout. And I guess like you can't... It gave you what the traction tooling gave you, but just a little more, I would say, balanced. Sure. I just, I, I just have a hard time believing that within all the football boots that they've put out since 2010, other than Addy Power, because Addy Power technically had TRX and that was 2011. It did. Um, Damn, and I really so like aside that. from aside from Addy Power and Ace, you can't tell me that within those twelve years that they never thought, you know what, 
some kind of a little changeup would maybe be well suited for this football boot. I, it's just, it's wild to me. Like I, you see it in the comment section on YouTube all the time. Whenever we review a new pair of football boots where people like to call out whatever brand it is for being lazy, but from Adidas at this point, realistically, I really feel like they have been slightly lazy when it comes to their stunt patterns. Damn, you're right. Addy power. And you make a good point there. I'm, I'm, I am paying attention. I was just thinking. So, so here I am. Um, <laughs> slating the the traction uh stud pattern and on one is, of your favorite boots it ever. is on one of my favorite <laughs> boots ever that i <laughs> fair enough because i guess i love the traction stud pattern um <laughs> i didn't care for it then on the minis and uh and and especially the uh on the the uh Adi pures did not like like it. i just think that and that's why the given the with uh with the spring frame on is better yeah, and I th- I just think it's funny too, given how much hype there's been around Adidas remakes mm-hmm. and how well received the vast majority have been. Like, doesn't that tell you as a brand now that we are what are, they've been doing remakes since what 2016, yeah, like ish, proper remakes, ish. right? Like, don't you think that even the Predator Edge as it is right now, as as much as we both don't really care for the upper and the comfort and all that stuff, if you put that some variation of a TRX stud pattern on there. Doesn't that get people excited? No. No. You don't think it does? And here's the thing. Yes, the the remakes have been very popular. But why are they popular? Why do they work in in 2022? That's because of the tooling. So they put modern toolings on those old boots. And I'm just looking at at all the Pred remakes, the Adipure remake, and I'm just thinking, you know, which which would I prefer to wear? And I would prefer to wear what's on the the remakes because they're just better. for, For me, they're better outsoles. I just, I'd love to see uh, uh, 12 years on from that original F50 Adi Zero. I would just love to see what Adidas can do when it comes to R&D and making something new in the world of stud patterns. I just feel like they're fully capable of it. Might be. And and, and they haven't even tried. Might be. And just uh, just actually going back to the Adi Power, that that was a funny combination because it was a sprint frame with traction with stats. the TRX. Yeah, that boot yeah. was amazing. Please give us the remake, Addy. What are you doing? Yeah, what are that you was a doing? Cool boot. <laughs> you have the edge, and you could release this and sell at least seven thousand pairs. I'm just flinging out numbers <laughs> here, but I just want you guys to do it real bad. So, um, what are your favorite stuff patterns ever, Josh? Oh, that's a good question. Here's one. Um, um, uh, 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 of course, the Intertract was phenomenal. Um, and the messy Gambit tracks. Yeah, you always bring that one up. Amazing. Like, amazing. And I also, from like a responsiveness point of view, I love the, um, the Synergia plate that was on the Vapor 11. Flying it all to whatever. Okay. Yeah. Superfly five. Yep, I think that's a good call. And I would say I was. What's it? What's it called? The ahead. one that's on the sorry, uh, the Nike uh, GS three sixty. It was called. Um, I can't think of what it's called. No, they but they put something. About. They put something. Um, that that was closely reminiscing it on the uh the Zoom Ultra. What was it called, Jay? Look at the internet. Uh, it. I can't remember what it was called. No, 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 no. It was something, something, something. Uh, you give me, you give me yours while I look this up. Okay, I, I, I still like TRX bladed stud pattern. Okay, it's classic. I just like it. Um, I agree with you. Vapor Eleven, Flying It Ultra, Superfly Five, Soul Plate stud pattern combo. Yeah, very good. Just absolutely incredible. Um. Of oh, uh, Rebula three, wave uh, Rebula. Of course, of oh, course. so good. I I also really like the Wave Cup Legend layout. I, I really like that soul plate yeah. and stud pattern. That's excellent. Um, those are the ones that kind of pop in my head as being memorable. I also I just I don't know if it's just in my head, but I loved the soul plate and stud pattern on Tiempo Legend one and two. I just thought those were surprise. Maybe it's just because I thought they were cool as a kid. Yeah, but I, I love those. Just, and also, I feel like so as bumpy. uncomfortable as they were, I feel like I had great experiences 
from a traction standpoint with Superfly 2 and 3 with that sense stud. I just thought that I thought it was a good from a traction standpoint. I played in Superfly 3s on the softest, mushiest ground with an FG stud pattern, and I was the only one not slipping. And I I just I can't credit anything else other than that stud pattern. Okay. I did not expect okay. that boot to come the up. The dumbfounded look. I, I, I did not expect that look boot. from a man that just said he hated the TRX sud pattern yeah. that also happens to be on one of his all-time favorite football boots. But, but still, I will be probably the most clown tooling in the history of football boots. I did not expect to hear those two names in the on the you know favorite favorite <laughs> outsoles ever list. But you know, fair enough. Um, fair enough. <laughs> I cannot find out what this is called. This 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 annoys me. I mean, there will be some someone with a better memory than than us in the comments telling us what that GX three sixty plate is called. Oh, it's what? something. Is it something with an A? It might be. I can't. I can't for the life of me. And I'll remember in half an hour. That's the most annoying thing. Yeah, half an I hour. And I'll remember. remember. Uh, that is very, very annoying. Anyways, um, we're not going to waste too much time with me just sat here on Google trying to figure it out. <laughs> um, no. No. No, I don't have it. I don't have it. It's, it. It'll come to me in half an hour. I'll put a comment on the video <laughs> when I find out what it is. <laughs> um, but Josh, basically those were all the um, all the questions that we have uh, for today's episode. We're also... Uh, wow. It was a long episode. but uh, It was long. But hey, props to New Balance. They're back in the game, arguably in the top three of uh, of the best boot lineups right now on the market. Very, very good. Decent value for money propositions. Uh, but what do you think mm-hmm. of the new Furons and the Tequilas? Would you wear them, especially over the uh, the Ultra Ultimates and the Mercs or the Puma Futures and let's say the, well, the Phantoms? Let us know in the comment section right down below. Leave your questions if you have any, and we'll try to get back to you in the next couple of episodes. Also, of course, make sure you've subscribed to the Boot Nerds podcast by clicking the white bubble in the middle of the screen. And if you want to just listen to the podcast, you can also find it wherever you listen to all your other podcasts or on uh, bootnerdspodcast.com. I think so, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't been on our website for ages, but it should be there. Um, so yeah, that was it for this episode. Uh, I've been Jane Mike, and I approve this message. I forgot how to sign off. Thanks but, for watching. But hey, thanks for watching. <laughs> that was a great outro, Joe. One of your best. It's been a while. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> I try. I try. <laughs>